Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and it is Sunday, the 30th of May in the year 2021. And can you believe it? May is over. Tomorrow's the last day. And if you live in the United States, you are celebrating Memorial Day weekend, holiday weekend. And I wish everyone well there. And here in Costa Rica... We just had a beautiful sunset. So what was funny is this is the second time I'm record, starting to record this because what I was doing the first time was saying, and we're having a beautiful sunset here. And I went, wait a minute, why am I in the house when there's a beautiful sunset that's going to be gone in a few minutes? So let me go see the beautiful sunset, which I did. And there were pinks and oranges and some blues and, and it, there was some overcast sky, but it poured so much the other night and there wasn't much of a sunset, you know, last night there was, but you know, a sunset here is really something beautiful and sometimes extraordinary. And so I try not to miss them if they're, if they're visible. So there you go. And when I stepped outside my door, there was a little frog outside and well, he wasn't too tiny. He was, he was kind of, he probably fit in the palm of my hand. He was maybe a little toad. And, um, so he was sitting there, and I took a couple pictures. So um, <laughs> frogs are good. Frogs are a good sign. They're good animal spirits. So, um, you know, if you ever see a frog, it's a good animal spirit. Look it up online. But anyway, on to astrology um, and beautiful sunsets. So I hope wherever you are, you had a beautiful sunset. So um, so Mercury's retrograde. Ta-da! As of uh, yesterday... Uh, afternoon here, Mercury went retrograde at 24 degrees of Gemini. And he rules Gemini, so he's at home there. But, you know, it doesn't matter. He's retrograde. And I got to tell you, <laughs> there was so much confusion in the last week and miscommunications and things missed and people not hearing right and stuff not getting through. And uh, and I talked with a friend and we both said, you know what? It feels like Mercury's already retrograde. And that was like a week ago. And <laughs> and it that's the way it's felt. So, you know, it's retrograde. It's finally retrograde. It is in retrograde. And it's it's been doing a lot of things, you know. On the 22nd of May, Mercury squared Neptune. And next Saturday, you know, a week from yesterday, Mercury will square, square Neptune again. So that's the, that's the second square. There's going to be three, and we talked about this. But what happened? So what happened for you a week ago? You know, a week and a half ago? What happened on the 22nd of May? Uh, did some, you get some information? Did you get some intuition? And, you know, there's been a lot of action in the last week because Mercury has been talking to Venus and Venus also talked to Neptune. And, and so there's dialogue, dialogue, dialogue going on. And so what kind of dialogue have you had this week? What was the dialogue? What was the theme of the dialogue? And I have to say, when I look back in these last few days, in this last week, it's been intense. And I don't mean intense like accusatory dialogue and dramatic dialogue. And um, my dialogue has been high-level spiritual dialogue. And as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of it, and I'm realizing that it's been really powerful, high-level spiritual dialogue. And... It's not been, uh, you know, like some 
Oh, yeah, yeah, there was confusion, of course. There always is. Mercury, Neptune, Mercury, retrograde. This is confusion. But the dialogue has been powerful. Like, the knowledge, which Mercury rules knowledge. It's not just communication. It's knowledge. It's intellect. It's information. Um, it's networking. But I met new people, and we talked, and there was dialogue, and I talked to other people, and I talked to my shaman, and there and it's all the same information. And it is high-level spiritual information about shifts and changes in our energy field. And, you know, everything is energy. Vibration, energy, everything is energy. Everything is vibration. And vibration and energy are all, are everything. So if you are feeling things... Write them down, pay attention to them, list them, talk to somebody who you know you can talk to about these mystical things. These were more mystical conversations. They were not chit-chat gossip. This is not, I did not get gossip. Thank God. <laughs> I really don't want gossip. But, you know, when Mercury goes retrograde, the truth often comes to light. And, you know, Neptune can be enlightening. So now, I'm experiencing an enormous amount of deep spiritual dialogue. And so I'm paying attention to that and I'm digging into that and I'm listening and I'm absorbing it because it's powerful and very, very important. And it's about turning points. And I have been talking about turning points for weeks. So my instincts and my intuition about turning point, which I said probably a couple weeks ago and on Instagram, and I kept saying to people I know, I think there's a turning point apparent like around us right now. Each of us is going through our own turning point, and man, is it happening. We are in it. We are in a turning point. And it could be like you know, something simple for you in your life. Don't, don't think just because I'm saying it's massive that, well, what am I missing? What's Deb doing that I'm not? Deb is in the healing professions. Deb is in the helping professions. Deb has other uh, information coming through that, you know, I have to impart upon everyone else, you know, to, to everyone else. And, you know, if you, there's something in your life shifting and changing. I can guarantee that. Nobody is sitting around going, La-dee-da, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. Oh, you know, my phone isn't getting the messages. And oh, somebody texted me. I didn't get it. Yeah, that's going on. Sure. But this is a massive shift. And there is enormous information coming through. And there is an enormous amount of turning point happening. And I feel it. And be it Neptune, be it Mercury, Mercury, all of it. And Saturn shifting direction. You know, it's, it's here. It's here. And I felt it for sure on that eclipse the other day. So, you know, people ask, asking each other, oh, how, how was the eclipse for you? How was the eclipse for you? And people were like, no, it was pretty mild. I didn't, I didn't experience anything. And, and I really felt like, you know, eclipses, remember what I've said before, eclipses eclipse you. So there's a point where you feel, oh my God, I'm, I'm here and this is it. And it's like, remember last week when I talked about, you know, we low, uh, no exit, Jean-Paul Sartre, and how you, you know, they're living the same thing over and over again. It's Saturn retrograde and it's like they can never get out of it. There's that moment during an eclipse where there's a bit of despair. And 
what you feel, eclipsed. And then it passes. And then you go, oh my God, this is deep. And like it, the, the depth of shift and change was far greater, in my case anyway, than the moment of despair. But there was that moment of hanging, of is this all, you know, there's that old song, is that all there is? Is that all there is? Is this all there is? That's it? And no, 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 no. Um, you know, sometimes we get fooled into thinking that we are on the treadmill and we're not. We're, we think we're on a treadmill. Sometimes we're really on the treadmill. But I, I feel deep within my being that we are on the precipice of something profound. Um, each and every one of us. And how could we not be? Look what's happened in this last year. Look what's gone on on this earth. Something has moved and shifted and changed. And, you know, you could, people keep going, oh, things are getting back to normal. We're going, we're never the same. We're not going to be the same. We aren't the same. We're not the same. No one's the same. You've been through something. Like you've been through something, okay? Like sometimes you've moved into a new apartment or a new home, a new house you just bought, and there's an energy, if you're paying attention to it, there's an energy and you're like, something happened here. I always tell people to smudge the space. Smudge your space, okay? Smudge your space when you move into a new house. When you get, even when you get a new car, somebody someplace was in that car, get a new car, we buy a used car, you better smudge that car. Um, <laughs> anything you smudge when you move into an apartment, when you move into a house, unless somebody hasn't lived in the house, you know, it's a brand new uh, building that was just built, a brand new condo or something, uh, you know, but my point is, you know, when they're, you've been through something, you walk in a house, you, something went on here, something went on here. Um, or you walk in and you're like, you're about to like go to visit friends and maybe they had an argument before you got there and it's like, Ooh, something went on here. You know, it's that, it's that feeling, that moment of, Oh, something happened and yeah, something happened. And for each of us, there's been a something. It's not terribly conscious. It's not terribly available and aware. It's a, it's a knowledge, let's just say, okay? It's a knowledge that things are moving and changing and different, okay? And there was a pivot. So that doesn't mean that, what do you mean? Something happened, Deb. Nothing happened. Well, it's, you know, I'm sensitive to these energies and I'm picking them up and my antennas are up just because it hasn't plopped in your lap yet doesn't mean nothing happened. <laughs> so just be aware. Um, we, we have been through something, and so we need to move forward. And we're starting to get a sense of what that forward is going to look like. And um, so here we are. So the information continues. The information continues. We go back over information that we've lived through over these last weeks, which is what Mercury is doing. It's revisiting the spots in Gemini that we've been through over these last weeks. And you know, on Saturday the 5th, it's going to revisit where it was on the 22nd of May because Neptune doesn't move very far and it's going to square Neptune again. And so 
we just, we go to the next deep layer. This is where I say that both, um, you know, both planets were doing different things at each, at each turn. So there's going to be three visits. The first one, both planets were direct. The second one, Mercury's retrograde. The third one, Mercury will be direct and Neptune will be retrograde. So we're not there yet. Let's keep going. We had one eclipse. We've got another one. We've got one on the 10th of June, which is not this week. It's the following week. And so now we are in between two eclipses. And one of the things that I was taught and I've told my clients and told my students and told people over the years is that what I learned was you don't start something new between two eclipses. And my teacher, I looked at his website the other day, Michael Luton, and he said, this isn't the time to try the new restaurant. (laughs) And he's right. You know, you're not going to a new restaurant. You're, you're sticking with the one, you know, very well. Okay. You go, let's go back to that place. That's good. You know, they always have a good meal there. That's where you're going. You're not like, this is not an adventurous time. We are not going into new adventures in restauranting. We're we're not trying that, you know, not saying that you'll get food poisoning, but you just might be disappointed. I've tried new restaurants on Mercury retrograde between two eclipses, and it was just like, meh, I'm not going back there. And like, oh, the service was bad. The food was, eh, you know, no, 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 no. This is, this is where you stick to the program, what you know very well, okay? And that goes across the board in life. So, you know, um, there's lots of things. Like, I've been looking into, like, new Macintoshes that are going to be coming out. Never would I buy a computer right now. No, <laughs> but there's, they're going to be later in the year anyway. Um, you know, I'm also looking at different astrology software. Never would I buy new software right now, <laughs> but I can research it. Research is, is fine right now. Research is very good, but this is a time to experience oneself and experience one's knowledge because that's what Mercury in Gemini is about, and that's what Mercury is about. Um, what do I know? What can I bring forward? What information do I have that is important to share? What am I realizing? And, you know, I'm in a coaching program and I've that I'm part of. I'm not the coach, but the most one of them is some of these exercises that I have to do, my homework and all is, you know, it makes us reach deep within and figure something out and get to the bottom of something and, and reveal something. And this is a time of revelation. So we've got till the 10th for the next eclipse and then Mercury's retrograde till the 22nd of June. So we're staying put. We're not, you know, taking a vacation in a new spot, Um, trying the new restaurant, buying the new computer. No, 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 no. Um, We're staying in place and reviewing and revising and re-editing and remembering things that we've done and stuff like, oh, I'm going to pull up that old uh, manuscript that I started, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm going to have a look at it again. And so that's part of it. Now, Venus and Mercury had a conversation. And I'm not entirely sure what it was about yet. I have things in my life where I think it was about. Um, Venus had a conversation with Neptune. Then it went to Mercury, had a conversation. 
and now Venus is moving along. Now Venus will move, change signs this coming week. So it's the only planet other than the moon changing signs this week. And she is going into the sign of Cancer, which she likes because it's a nice, soft, squishy, watery sign. And she's happy with that. So that is going to be Wednesday, the 2nd of June. And the 2nd of June, she will go in mm, early morning, you know, if you're in the Eastern time zone. Um, you know, she likes cancer. She is happy there because she gets to be expressive and feminine and sensitive and nurturing and motherly. And she'll be there till the 26th of June when she goes into Leo. So Venus and cancer, this is a good time to nurture, to love, to, um, take care of your kids, to love your children, to, um, have your family around and invite them over for dinner if you can, um, to go to your garden and to touch the flowers, to touch nature, to go to Mother Nature and listen to Mother Nature because she's speaking very clearly and loudly when Venus is in the sign of cancer. You know, it's, it's the Divine Mother. And so it's time to connect with that Divine Mother. And... Um, motherhood's tricky, you know, for a lot of people. Um, our mothers are a tricky relationship. And people, you know, I have a friend here who I said, you know, something about a complicated relationship with a mother. And he said, complicated? He was a Cancerian. Um, <laughs> it's like, how could you have a complicated relationship with, a, with your mother? And it's like, well, look, she carried you in her body. And she gave birth to you through her, through her body. And, you know, that's the closest relationship physically that you had before you entered the earth. And she's, that, that's complicated. That right away is complicated. Before you even speak words to each other or have a relationship, that is complicated, okay? And so you know her and she knows you in, inherently. And so my wish for everyone is that they can be um, that close to nature, and know her inside out. And I mean, not everybody's going to have a great relationship with their mother. And mothers, like I said, it's a tricky thing, you know. And we, we all, it, relationships are complicated, period. But mothers are another dimension, shall we say. And so when we, so what do I think? I, I put up a blog the other night. And if you haven't seen my blog, go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, and click on Astrologer's Thoughts at the bottom of the page. And my blog talks all about, you know, what's been going on, what's what's happening, and the eclipses, and the Mercury retrograde, and what we're what we're doing right now, and and how we take care of each other and ourselves. Um, and the photograph I put was this photograph from one of our gardens here, where it just took over and I may have mentioned this before, that it took over tomatoes and squash. We did not plant these vegetables. They showed up. They completely took over the garden to the point where I had to go out in high boots to get the tomato, the baby, like cherry tomatoes, tiny baby cherry tomatoes. But the, the squash and the tomatoes and the, they, nature, and the ground here is very fertile in Costa Rica, you know, um, obviously, but it was so phenomenal that nature just took over the garden the way it did. We, did, we don't even know how it happened. This, that garden's been there for years, and something suddenly burst 
where nature was alive and giving birth to squash. The size of the squash was unbelievable. The tomatoes were, we had bags and bags of tomato. Everybody was coming through my house just to get tomatoes. Um, everybody's talking about the sauce they made, the salad they had, you know. My point is Mother Nature, and I put this on my blog under the caption of this, the photo, nature's not going to fail you. Nature will never fail you. So if, you know, you need to feel nurtured in the arms of the Great Mother, when Venus goes into Cancer, that's the time to do it. Sit with nature, speak to her, talk to whatever inspires you. The sunset is nature. The tree is nature. The garden with the tomatoes and the squash are nature. You know, the water, the ocean, whatever speaks to you. And yes, I may sound like a hippie, but um, it's important to be connected to nature. And we, we lose that. We've lost it so much in our lives. It is a phenomenal force. It is what put us here, okay? So while Venus is in Cancer in those weeks, honor nature, honor Venus, honor the Divine Mother, honor the, the nature that puts you here and the nature that surrounds you, even if it's just little plants in your house or the park nearby. It's so important to connect with that. And I guarantee she has a message for you. So this is only once a year. Venus is not going to retrograde and spend like six weeks, two months, three months in cancer. She's only going to be there from Wednesday the 2nd to the 26th. So that's only 24 days. That's not even a whole month. Okay. It's a little over three weeks. So she's blowing through that sign of cancer, but she deeply feels there and she's sensitive there. And we, if you are a little more sensitive right now, just don't worry about it. Just allow it to happen. Allow those emotions to come up and feel them. It's important. Um, and anyway, moving right along through the week, Venus, yes, lovely, but she's going to make a nice trine to Jupiter. So, cause Jupiter's in early Pisces, remember? And it's going to stay in early Pisces. So she enters cancer on Wednesday and then on Thursday, she trines Jupiter in the afternoon. And Wowie, what a lovely aspect. Ah, it's, and it's watery. So go like if, you know, it's, if it's summer where you are, go take a walk on the beach. If it's not summer where you are, if you're in Australia, something, go maybe visit the frozen lake or whatever. You can still go to the beach, even if it's cold, but, but find water and let the water heal you. Jupiter, Venus, Jupiter is incredible. It's, <laughs> I just had an insight. Don't, don't spend all your money. <laughs> don't spend all your money. Don't go like wild shopping because that's what that Venus, Jupiter, whoops, it just flows right from my fingers out of my wallet into, into the store. <laughs> and it just, I was just like, no, I don't, that's not what we wanted to use this energy for. <laughs> it's very possible. Um, you know, but it's, it's a really good aspect. It's a beautiful aspect and it's such a lovely feeling and it's the desire to be held and nurtured. So hold your pet, hold your child, um, hold your teddy bear, 
um, whatever you whatever you'd like what that's going to be comforting and this is a very comforting aspect this week and we need it in between these two eclipses and this mercury retrograde and thank heavens you know the divine mother speaks so that's the other in the meantime um when mercury and neptune speak again on saturday the fifth mars and pluto are going to be talking and mars is going to be opposing pluto hot 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 so Mars, yeah, you know, Mars is a warrior, and when he gets together with his buddy Pluto in a hard aspect like this, you know, sometimes it's it's dark and deep and complicated, and it could be very rich. Watch your temper. Mars is in Cancer, Pluto is in Capricorn, and Mars is not his favorite, you know, he's not at his favorite spot in Cancer. So one of the things... Um, that's important to remember is to, you know, of course, not lose your head. That's one thing. But the other thing is to not um, hold it in either. So Mars and Cancer, you know, Cancer is not necessarily assertive and they, it can be passive aggressive with Mars there. So I would say, you know, sit back, connect, do a meditation because Mercury's with Neptune that day and work with the energy. If you feel it building, it could be frustration. It could be anger. It could be something that you're not entirely um, aware of because Pluto comes from the underworld, remember? And it's like it makes you aware of something and you're like, what the hell? What is this? Um, you know, Mars and Pluto are intense, intense. Now, if you have an intense outlet, like you're doing like extreme cycling or something, or you are passionately involved in some creative work, um, Mars and Cancer, you know, or you are passionately involved with another human being, well then, hey. Um, but this is, that's those are good outlets, but it's a fine line between those passions and then rigor and anger and, you know, uh, biting, biting off the hand that feeds you too. So again, Mars and cancer, something we're, we're being fed. So be very careful with your energy. Do be mindful and drive carefully. Mars is automobiles. Drive carefully. Don't, there could be a lot of road rage out there. And, you know, with Mercury retrograde, it's like, I didn't even know the light changed. Whoops. You know, so Try to just be very, very aware of your own unconscious energies because Mars-Pluto, it is coming from the depths of our being. And Mars-Pluto, it only happens once every two years where Mars opposes Pluto, but it's triggering this Pluto that has been through the mill with Saturn, with Jupiter, with, you know, all last year. And Mars is coming in and saying, and how'd that work out for you? Because remember last year from like, September onward, back and forth, August, September, there was, till the end of the year, Mars was in Aries. And it was making hard aspect to Pluto three times. Three times. And the last time was in December. And now this is the next hard aspect since last year. So we went through something last year between like August and December. And it was that Mars squaring Pluto 
Aries to Capricorn, and now it's the opposition. So if you have echoes of the last half of last year, those last five months of last year, then don't be surprised. But kind of, if you have a flashback to that, remember it, work with it. Don't let it overcome you. Don't let history repeat itself and be like angry at the same thing all over again. It's just not going to serve you. But be very careful in you know, your dealings with people. It's an opposition. It's you and the person across the table from you. So if this is, you know, if things are heated where you are, go for a walk and blow off steam. Go for a run. Go for a cycle. Do something to blow off steam and just, you know, preferably exercise. Don't injure yourself. Um, preferably exercise or something like physical that could really help burn up the energy. Okay. Um, it's not a time to lose your temper at somebody. It can easily happen. So, this, you know, that aspect comes with a warning. We have such a beautiful aspect with Venus and Jupiter this week. Don't turn the week around into sourness after we had sweetness in the middle of the week. So just be very aware. Awareness is key. And what else is happening? So uh, the sun will try and Saturn on Thursday, and that's okay. The sun in Gemini is going to talk nicely to Saturn and Aquarius, and, you know, Saturn's retrograde. And, you know, those, so those are like the big aspects. And when we are dealing with them, you know, I think, you know, Mars-Pluto is a heavy-duty one. If we can mitigate that by, like, all the beautiful things that happened under Venus-Jupiter, terrific. So the moon's in Aquarius right now. It's going to be in Aquarius all day tomorrow. And then it's going to void, um, you know, in the wee hours of Tuesday, Eastern time, and then go into Pisces in the wee hours in the early morning and be in Pisces all day Tuesday. And then it will be in Pisces on Wednesday. And so we're going to have a good amount of water with the moon in Pisces and then Venus in Cancer and Jupiter in Pisces. Um, very nice, right? So then Thursday, the moon will go void. 7, 10 a.m. Eastern time, leave Pisces, go into Aries, 1.59 p.m. So Thursday the 3rd, um, the moon is void from 7, 10 a.m. until 1.59 p.m., so 2 p.m. Um, so that's not the best time to start anything. We're not, we're not starting new many, too many new things <laughs> this time anyway. So, you know, maybe that's a time to rest. It's void in Pisces. If you can take a little rest on Thursday, the third, that's good. And then Friday, the moon is in Aries and we end the week with the moon in Aries and it's in Aries all day Friday. It's in Aries all day Saturday. Um, you know, most of Thursday, the afternoon onward, Eastern time. And then Saturday the 5th, it goes into Taurus. Um, you know, it's uh, pretty, pretty, actually it's the wee hours of Sunday. So it's it's goes void in the evening and it stays void Saturday night. So go watch a movie or something. Um, and that's pretty much the week. So Mercury's still retrograde. We're waiting on a second eclipse. Mercury's going to talk to Neptune again. Venus is going into Cancer, and she's going to speak to Jupiter, and Mars is going to talk to Pluto. So if I think that there should be any 
cautionary tales, again, it's Mars and Pluto. Be very aware of your energy and how you're using it, okay? And that's it. And enjoy this beautiful Venus into Cancer, trining Jupiter. Enjoy it. Do something creative. Tell someone you love them. Hug your kids and hold your pets and love your family and, you know, be, be loving towards yourself mostly, okay? Self-love. So gratitude, gratitude for all of you listening. Thank you, thank you, and have a beautiful week. And we'll be here again next week. And if you do want to look at my blog, it's thegoldenastrologer.com. You can sign up on the mailing list on the little box that comes up for Astrologer's Thoughts. And my Instagram is the Golden Astrologer, and my Twitter is at Deb Astrology. So come see me there. Thank you. See you soon.